Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie, an old cosmic soul, transformation and mindset expert, and cosmic astrologer. My mission is to help inspire and guide you to unlock your own soul's potential so you can live a joyful, empowered life. This is a podcast where we deep dive into topics all along the lines of spirituality, astrology, metaphysics, and so much more. So with further ado, let's dive into today's topic. Hello again, beautiful souls. Welcome back for another episode of Welcome to the Vortex with your host, Addie. Happy October and spooky season. We are finally in October. I can't believe that we are 10 months into 2021. Like, what is time? But then again, time doesn't exist because we are the only species who gives measurement to something that really doesn't exist. So, that's just a side note there with time because I don't know about you, but time has felt super weird to me, especially with like all this retrograde planet energy. Like there's been days, especially in September, where I just felt like time was moving by so fast. Like I did so many things, but then at the same time, like I feel like time wasn't moving at all. It was the weirdest thing, the weirdest anomaly, like moving super fast, but then felt like I wasn't moving at all. Really weird thing, but super excited we're in October because I feel this is going to be a very powerful month. We got a lot of planets turning on this month. We got four planets that are getting out of retrograde, going direct, like, whoo, we got some more, like, forward going, more momentum this month. So this is going to be a good month. We got a lot, a lot of positive energy. I know it is October. It's Halloween. It's spooky month. But there's nothing really to be scared about for this month, just an energy-wise, like planetary-wise astrology, because there's a lot of good things in store. The world is a chaotic mess right now. That we all know for sure. That's that's a scary element of things. But that's okay, because we need this chaotic mess right now. We have Pluto and Capricorn. Pluto goes direct this month. We need this chaotic mess. We need the death to the old system so we can rebuild anew. So everything happening right now is happening for a reason. And just remember that. Kind of went on like a little ramble, but there's a lot in store this month. So I just want to like run through all of the astrology dates and then I will go back through and go through them in way more detail. So let's just do a quick run through. So October 1st, we started this month with seeing Mercury in Libra, it's in retrograde, square Pluto in Capricorn. So a couple things with this one, you could have either felt like your communication was just way off, like no one was understanding what you were saying, you couldn't get through to anyone, like kind of talking to like a brick wall, or it could have brought up like a lot of like deep investigative thinking or just like really just in your head, really thinking a lot and maybe it like brought up stuff that you've like haven't thought about for a long time like maybe old memories or things that you've like kept like way deep buried beneath the surface that you just haven't touched and it finally came up so if that happened too that's an opportunity to heal it because we have had the sun and mars opposing chiron so this is a beautiful opportunity to heal that but i will get more into that later and october 3rd we are seeing Mercury trying Jupiter. That is today, October 3rd, when I'm recording this. 
So with Mercury and Libra training Jupiter and Aquarius, just remember to keep an open mind, really keep that openness for expansion in your life. October 6th is when we see the new moon in Libra. That's also when we see the sun and Mars conjunct. Also when Pluto goes direct. October 7th, Venus leaves Scorpio, enters Sagittarius. And October 9th, we see Mercury conjunct Mars, both in Libra. October 10th, Saturn goes direct in Aquarius. October 13th, Venus in Sagittarius sextiles Saturn in Aquarius. October 15th, the Sun in Libra makes a trine with Jupiter in Aquarius. October 17th, the Sun squares Pluto. October 18th, Jupiter goes direct in Aquarius. And then a little later that day, Mercury goes direct in Libra. October 20th, we have the full moon in Aries. October 22nd, Mars in Libra squares Pluto in Capricorn. October 23rd, Sun enters Scorpio. October 26th, Venus in Sagittarius squares Neptune in Pisces. October 30th, Mars enters Scorpio and Sun in Scorpio squares Saturn in Aquarius. And then October 31st, Happy Halloween. So we got quite the month in store. We got a lot of this energy turning back on. So this is a great month to just kind of just continue taking that action, take more action towards the end of the month. I'm going to get into that. And now that I just covered all the dates, I want to do some announcements real quick before we dive into all the good details on what's going on. So I'm still offering all my natal chart readings. So if you want to get your astrology chart read, just your natal chart, I offer that. If you want current guidance on what's going on in your life right now, I offer like current transit readings where I look at your astrology chart, but I also just look at the current transits along with your progress chart to see what's going on in your life right now because we can just look because just looking at your progress chart and your transits we can tell so much about just like what's going on in your life it wouldn't make so much sense and then I also still offer my soul purpose reading so if you just like have no idea what you're here on this planet for and you're like super confused and you want to know what your purpose is those readings are perfect because I go into your midheaven your nodes and your Chiron and all of that in way more detail to really help you connect with your purpose and help you figure out what you're supposed to do on this planet. So those, I'm still offering all of those. I will be offering my new program towards the end of the month. We'll be launching that probably in Scorpio season. So stay tuned for that. All about healing with shadow work through astrology. So stay tuned for that. But that's all the announcements. So let's just dive into today's episode. So we start off this month with the new moon in Libra on October 6th. This is Wednesday, October 6th. We see a new moon in Libra happening at 6.25 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 3.25 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So this one is happening pretty early, so you could still be asleep depending on where you are in the world when this happens. But this new moon in Libra, it's happening at 13 degrees and what I find very interesting about this is it's not only just meeting up with the sun, but it's meeting up with Mars at 13 degrees as well. So we not only just have like this new moon energy with the moon and the sun, we also have it with Mars and Libra. So this is playing with big themes of justice, of balance, of harmony, of relationships. And you might already see these themes coming up in your life right now. So ask yourself, like, where are you seeing these themes of Libra play in your life? 
where can you bring balance and harmony to relationships in your life? Where can you bring that justice to areas of your life? And not just for yourself individually, but we can also bring these themes to the collective. Because if we just take a step back and we look at what's happening on a very large grand scale for the collective, like there's a lot of chaos, like shit show mess going on right now. There's a lot of disharmony, a lot of extremes going on. Everything's out of whack. Nothing's in balance right now. And we need these themes of Libra. So that's why I find it very powerful that we have this new moon of Libra. And I don't think anything is a coincidence here. I think God is playing like fucking like 12D chess. And he like he lines up the stars perfectly every day. Like God is the creator of the divine and the stars and the heavens. And he created astrology. And with this, like, this is, like, God, like, saying to us all, like, we need this Libra energy. Like, I'm reminding you all we need these themes of justice. We need these themes of harmony, of balance. Bring these to your relationships. Help bring this to the collective. Because we also have Mercury at 20 degrees. It's 7 degrees away from the moon, sun, and Mars. And we'll be seeing Mercury meet up with the sun later on this month. But this is also just reminding us to communicate this message to the world. We all have a unique voice and message that needs to be heard on this planet, especially at this time, because we are in some very unique, challenging, troubling times, especially with all this censorship going on right now. Like our voices, our message needs to be heard. Justice needs to be brought to this planet because it's like I, I'm really thankful that we have Mars with this new moon because Usually when we see like Mars and the sun meet up, it can bring like a lot of like aggression, a lot of anger. But with this Libra energy, I feel it's kind of balancing that out. So you may not feel like as aggressive as like if we were to have the sun in Aries and the Mars in Aries. Like you wouldn't feel as aggressive as if we were in that placement. So the fact that we have all of this Libra energy, it's really just reminding us all to embrace these themes, to really embrace that Libra energy because this Mars is bringing us the courage that we all need to take that action in our lives. We have Pluto turning back on later this day because Pluto has been in retrograde in Capricorn. And Pluto in Capricorn brings death to all systems. We need to get rid of all the old. Like we have been built on these old systematic societies like back in 1776. That's when America was founded. That's when we were built, and we were built on some pretty fucked up, fucked up things. But we have this opportunity to rebuild anew. We are looking at what we were built on. We, we are looking at things being torn down. But this is a beautiful opportunity for us to learn from the past, to not repeat the past, to not hide from the past, to not ignore the past, but to look the past dead in the eyes, straight in the eyes, and be like, look, you know, that's the past for what it is. I'm not proud of it, but you know we can change it. We can transmute it. We don't have to repeat the past. And that's what Pluto and Capricorn is teaching us too. It's showing us we don't have to repeat the past, but you have to look at the history. You have to look at the facts. You can't ignore it. You can't pretend that it doesn't just exist. So that's why it's important to always look at the facts, look at history, because we can transmute it. We don't have to repeat all the negative things from history. But if you never look at it, then obviously... If you never look at it, you could repeat it. So it's important to look at the facts, look at the history, look at the past so you can transmute it. And with 
the sun, moon, and Mars all meeting up for this new moon, they're also going to be opposing Chiron in Aries at 10 degrees. So with Chiron and Aries opposing the sun, moon, and Mars, this is just another opportunity for us to cleanse the past, let go of hurt and feelings, because this is an opportunity for us to move forward, to continue moving forward with our healing journey. So if there's things coming up that have been weighing you down that you want to let go of, now is the opportunity with this new moon, because a new moon is always for setting intentions for the next lunar cycle. What do you want to step into? Who do you want to be? And let go of whatever's weighing you down. This is a beautiful healing opportunity. This can bring up deep healing. It could also bring up old wounds that resurface. But if anything resurfaces, if any old wounds, memories, anything from the past, just give yourself that space and that healing opportunity to let it come up and just let it flow and let it heal. Let yourself transmute that because... I feel we can do a lot of healing around not only our ego and identity with Chiron and Aries, but with all this Libra energy, we can also bring that healing to our relationships. So if there's any relationships that need to be healed, whether it's just with yourself, with your partner, with a friend, coworker, whatever, ask yourself, can you heal those relationships at this time? What can be healed? We're also going to be seeing the moon make a quincunx with Uranus and Taurus. So this could bring up like a little bit of tension but you just be open to new possibilities because Uranus, it's, un it's unpredictable. It loves to test how we deal with change, how we deal with unpredictability. So just be open to that because you never know what could happen. Like Uranus could bring some crazy, beautiful gifts your way. You never know. And then later that day at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that would be about 12.30 p.m. or no, 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Pluto goes direct, and we've had Pluto in Capricorn. Pluto in Capricorn brings death to all systems. This is transformation and rebirth at its core. And Pluto went retrograde April 27th. So from April 27th until now, you can ask yourself, what did Pluto help you transform? Did Pluto bring like a death to anything? Because with any death comes a rebirth. So what can you rebuild now? What lessons did Pluto teach you? And feel free to journal on this or just sit and like meditate on it or just think about this like in the car or reflect or however you deal with your, your reflections. Just ask yourself these questions like what did this Pluto retrograde teach you? And just to like bring it for an example, I'll just share personally, like I have Pluto in the fourth house and I remember when Pluto went retrograde and I told myself this and I laugh now. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to see any big transformations in my home life. Like, we're happy where we're at. And this was April 27th. Now, we bought a house. We're in a brand new home. And Pluto's going direct now. But it's just funny because, like, I told myself when Pluto went retrograde, I was like, oh, we're not going to have, like, a major home transformation or anything like that. I was like, it's probably going to be nothing. I was like, this is going to be an easy Pluto retrograde. No, it brought like a complete transformation to my home life. We moved, but it turned out to be a beautiful thing. It was kind of hard at times, but it turned out to be a beautiful thing, a beautiful reward. So just look and see wherever Pluto is in your, in your chart, what house it's in, and just see like if there were any themes that came up too during that Pluto retrograde. But I'm glad Pluto's going direct now because that one was a little rough. But Pluto always brings some beautiful lessons, beautiful transformation, and rebirth energy with it.
Thursday, October 7th at 7.32 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4.32 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, we see Venus leave Scorpio and enter Sagittarius. So this is a fire sign, mutable sign, and Venus is at fall in Scorpio, so or at detriment in Scorpio. So Venus wasn't the happiest in Scorpio. So Venus is a little more at home here in Sagittarius because Sagittarius is a fire sign. It's very positive, optimistic, free thinker, loves to travel, loves just to pursue higher knowledge. So Venus is pretty like chill and happy here because it's like, okay, like I want to chase my passions. I want to go chase what I want. I want to go follow my beliefs. I want to go do what makes me happy. So Venus is pretty happy here. But we do see it, it starts to meet up with the south node because Venus at 0 degrees Sagittarius, the south node is at 2 degrees Sagittarius. So we're going to be seeing the Venus meet with the south node and then oppose the north node. And I found this interesting just because it could be a little interesting regarding your relationships. So just see what happens with your relationships at this time because it could be like a little destined moment regarding your relationships. So just pay a little, little attention there. But just wanted to mention that. And on Saturday, October 9th at 4.32 a.m., we see the Sun in Libra conjunct Mercury in Libra at 16 degrees. So this is just another time to just really focus on your communication. Big Libra themes coming up all this month. And especially with it still being in retrograde right now with Mercury. Just really pay extra like special attention to your thoughts to how you communicate because with all of this retrograde energy especially with a mercury retrograde things could get like out of whack things could be like miscommunicated so it's always just important to take that extra step back take those extra precautions with this mercury retrograde energy even though we have the sun in libra conjunct right now on october 9th still pay that extra close attention to how you communicate with others because you could also be receiving a lot of insights, downloads, creative energy with the Sun conjunct Mercury. So it is a beautiful time, a beautiful time for creative energy, downloads, insights. You could get like some channel messages from spirits, from your higher self, connect with your galactic families. So definitely pay attention to just see what comes up because we also have Mars at 15 degrees. So Mars is right there too. Mars could bring some quick thinking energy. So just really just remember, take that step back with this Mercury retrograde. You don't have to be go, 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 go. It's okay to pause and take that step back. On Sunday, October 10th is when we see Saturn go direct in Aquarius. So this happens at 10.17 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or 7.17 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And the Sun and Mars are both at 17 degrees that day as well in Libra. So we have the Sun and Mars conjunct again when Saturn goes direct in Aquarius. And we saw Saturn went retrograde on May 23rd of this year. And you can ask yourself the same questions like with the Pluto retrograde. Like what did this Saturn retrograde in Aquarius teach me? Like where did Saturn show you to take more responsibility? Because Saturn rules time, structure, responsibilities, limitations. And when Saturn goes retrograde, it's showing us where we need to take the full control responsibility for whatever area of our life. So where did you need to take that responsibility? Where was Saturn telling you to take the reins? 
Where was it telling you like, hey, you need to spend a little more time focusing here. You need to spend a little more time being responsible for this area of your life. Did you have to restructure or create any new boundaries? Because I'm just going to use a personal example again. Aquarius is in my seventh house. Saturn has been in my seventh house. I don't have any planets in my seventh house, but Aquarius seventh house deals with relationships so for me I've just been kind of just restructuring relationships forming new boundaries around relationships I've had a new new people enter my life I've had old people enter my life who weren't in my life for a while so it's been an interesting time for me so just ask yourself like what themes came up for you during this Saturn retrograde what did Saturn in Aquarius and retrograde teach you because we're also still seeing Saturn trying the North Node in Gemini. So this is a very destined time for us to continue taking action. And with Saturn turning back on with this trine, I feel like it's also God helping us to, hey, like giving us that extra like nudge or push to continue to keep taking action towards our destiny, towards our goals and what we want in life. Because God wants to see us succeed. He doesn't want to see us fail. He wouldn't have put us on this planet just to see us fail. Like, he's not some fucked up person. Like, he's God. He wants to see us succeed. So, the fact that we have Saturn trying in the North Node when it turns back on, when it comes direct, this is a very destined moment. It's time for us to continue taking action for what it is that we want in life. Then, on October 17th or October 18th, depending on where you are in the world, we see Jupiter go direct in Aquarius. And the reason why I say... October 17th is because so Sunday, October 17th at 10.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we see Jupiter go direct. But if you're on the East Coast or other side of the world, we see Jupiter go direct Monday, October 18th at 1.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's why it was a little weird with October 18th, October 17th for Jupiter. But Jupiter was a little weird too because we saw Jupiter go retrograde on June 20th, but it started its retrograde in the sign of Pisces, and then it switched into Aquarius halfway through its retrograde, and now it's going direct in Aquarius. So I find this very interesting that Jupiter went through two signs, and we're seeing it go direct in the sign that it did not start its retrograde in. But I feel that's also very Jupiter, very Aquarian as well. So, you know, really got to embrace that energy. But you can ask yourself these questions again when Jupiter turns back on. What did this Jupiter retrograde teach you? Because we saw the Jupiter's retrograde, it started in Pisces. And Pisces is a mutable water sign, very mystical, very dreamy. So what did this retrograde teach you? Did it, like, what did Jupiter teach you? Did it bring you any rewards? Did it bring you any lessons you needed to teach? Did it help you get realigned back with your moral compass? Because the Jupiter retrograde is really here to help us, like, get back realigned with our moral compass, help us see, like, where we weren't aligned, where we, like, kind of strayed off path. And Jupiter can bring some huge rewards. I definitely saw some big rewards from this Jupiter retrograde and definitely helped me get realigned with my moral compass as well because I definitely feel I strayed off my own path a little bit and definitely felt that I got back on track. So this was a good Jupiter retrograde. It did have its hard moments as well because every planet, every planet has like their own energy where they can bring us lessons and it can be challenging at times. But you always have to think whenever you're in a challenging moment or obstacle, what's the lesson here? Because there's always going to be a lesson through any obstacle and it will always bring a reward. And 
October 18th, we're also going to be seeing Mercury go direct. So Mercury turns back on at 11.17 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 8.17 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and Mercury goes direct at 10 degrees of Libra. So you can ask yourself these questions again. What did this Mercury retrograde in Libra teach you? What were the themes of Libra that really like played an emphasis on you? What did this Mercury retrograde teach you? I know we can, we're, all, we're all probably rejoicing on October 18th when Mercury goes direct because Mercury retrogrades aren't the most fun, but I feel this one was pretty positive though. And another thing about Mercury retrograde, I feel it brings just a lot of tech issues. Like I've definitely been feeling all the tech issues. Not sure if you guys have been feeling the tech issues either with this Mercury retrograde, but I've definitely felt that the most. And Wednesday, October 20th is when we have the full moon in Aries. We see this at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And with this full moon in Aries, it happens at 27 degrees. And to me, I feel this is like God just asking us and just reminding us, like, do we have the courage? Reignite that warrior spirit within all of us because we are all light warriors. We're all spiritual warriors here fighting a spiritual battle at this time. Like we are all here on a unique mission, on a divine purpose. And this Aries full moon is just reminding us all of our unique purpose and mission in this lifetime and really helping us reignite that warrior spirit in all of us. Because this Aries full moon, before we see the the moon go full at 27 degrees, we will be seeing that moon meet up with Chiron a few hours before because Chiron's in Aries right now at 9 degrees. Chiron, he's the wounded healer. He's kind of like that oddball out the weirdo who no one really likes. But he is willing to just always like put everyone else above him. Like he's always willing to put everyone else before him. He's always ready to help everyone else. He's ready to be that healer for everyone. And I love Chiron so much. And I think it's such a beautiful story, Chiron. And this is just reminding us all that we are all a wounded healer. We all have wounds in one way or another. And we can, we can all heal them. And we can still help others while being wounded. Like you don't have to be 100% perfect healed to go help other people. So if you have that belief, this is just coming through. I'm not exactly sure, but we're just going with it. But if you just have that belief that you have to be 100% like perfectly all healed in order for you to go out and help other people, that's a bullshit belief. I'm sorry. You don't have to be 100% all healed. You can be wounded. You don't have to you don't have to be perfect. Chiron wasn't perfect and he was still helping other people and I think that's a beautiful reminder from this full moon is you don't have to be perfect. Fuck perfection. Fuck perfection. Let's just say it one more time. Fuck perfection. Because you don't have to be perfect. You are perfect just the way you are and I know that's cliché, but we're going with it. But along with the moon passing over Chiron before this full moon with the sun at 27 degrees. We also have Mars at 23 degrees. So Mars is going to be opposing this moon as well. And with the Mars opposing the moon, you can kind of feel like you might feel a little aggressive energy there. You might feel a little push and pull energy. So just take a step back don't like take action right away on something. So if you get like super fired up, super excited about something, take a step back and ask yourself, okay, do I really want to take action on this right now? Do I really want to do this right now? 
because we have a lot of direct planet energy now because we got Mercury direct, Jupiter direct, Pluto direct, Saturn direct. So we got a lot of more like momentum forward taking action and this is beautiful energy we're in. We're also going to be seeing the moon square Pluto so this could also bring a lot of strong emotions, strong feelings could surface. Let go of your need to control because Pluto and Capricorn, Capricorn loves control. Pluto, Capricorn like loves to control everything and let go of that need to control. This is God universe telling you to surrender to spirit. Surrender to spirit in the universe and to surrender to your soul whispers. Listen to what your soul is telling you to do right now. Listen to the soul whispers and listen to what God and the universe is leading you towards because this is a very beautiful time and I feel this is going to be a very powerful full moon helping us all get reignited with that warrior-like energy we all have inside of us. So then on Saturday, October 23rd or Friday, October 22nd, this is another weird one where it depends on where you are in the world, we'll see the sun move into Scorpio and leave Libra. So on October 22nd at 9.52 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or October 23rd at 12.52 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, we see the sun leave Libra and enter Scorpio. And Scorpio, it's a fixed sign, a water sign. I love the sign Scorpio. Scorpio can get a very bad rap though because like there's good and bad to every sign. And so I just want to share like, and I think I'm going to start doing this every month whenever we have a new sign is I want to share the pros of that sign, but also the cons of that sign because there's good and bad to everything. And it's important that we look at the light, but we also look at the dark as well. So we know what that dark is so we can transmute it. So with Scorpio, like the pros and positives of Scorpio is they're a very spiritual sign, mystical, deep, can be very calculated, ambitious, a very strong sign. And then some cons associated with the Scorpio or shadow aspects is they could be secretive, manipulative, taboo, and they tend to get a very bad rep, especially just for being like very manipulative, but that's just like a shadow aspect. So if you know a Scorpio and there's someone who is very manipulative, there's someone who just hasn't transmuted that energy because there's plenty of Scorpios out there who are very positive people who help so many people out there. Like my grandma's a Scorpio and she is one of the most positive, cheerful, giving people I've ever met in my life. Like she definitely is not manipulative at all. Like she's definitely learned to transmute that vibe. But, and every person can transmute their darkness. Like this is, this is for everyone out there. We all have darkness inside of us and we all can transmute that and alchemize that energy into light, positive energy. So just wanted to throw that out there, especially with it being October. It's spooky season, so it's all about shadow work. We all got to dance with our shadows. We all got to embrace that darkness inside of us. And I think Scorpio is a beautiful reminder of us all that we all have darkness inside of us and it's nothing to be ashamed of either. It's nothing to be embarrassed about or feel guilty about. We all have a darkness and that's okay. We can transmute that darkness and we can learn to love that darkness and learn to embrace our hidden desires and really do that shadow work. So I feel Scorpio season is going to be a beautiful time to really help us just dig deep inside the shadows and really heal those shadow wounds. And that's why I want to release my program during this time as well, all about healing trauma and doing shadow work and looking inside your astrology chart for healing your trauma, especially during Scorpio season. Like it's going to be a beautiful 
grand old time. And then October 30th, we see Mars enter Scorpio, and this happens at 10.22 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or 7.22 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we see Mars in Scorpio. I actually have Mars in Scorpio, fun fact, so I'm a little biased when I say that this is a great place for Scorpio or for Mars to be in Scorpio, because actually Mars is at home in Scorpio because in Hellenistic in original astrology, Mars is the ruler of Scorpio. So Mars is at home here in Scorpio because in like traditional astrology, Hellenistic astrology, it also like Mars also rules Aries, but it also rules Scorpio as well. So this is a beautiful place for Mars to be in Scorpio because if you have Mars in Scorpio or just this energy to the collective, it's very much needed right now because Mars and Scorpio, it helps you, like, really, like, it brings you, like, an extra, like, thing of ambition, even though it's not really the word I'm looking for here, just Mars and Scorpio, like, you're very ambitious, you're very calculated, driven, you want to get stuff done, it gives you just, like, an extra reservoir of energy and drive, because if you know someone who has a Mars and Scorpio, like, they are driven to no other, they will stop until they get to their end destination like they will not stop and we can all utilize this energy right now and I think Mars and Scorpio is going to be a beautiful time for us all to draw on because we can really utilize this energy and you can use it to help you like take advantage of it and like get more pro get more projects done use this energy to take more time to get stuff done in your life be proactive because we have four planets turned back on this month. We have Mars and Scorpio at the end of the month. This is beautiful time to really work on your goals, especially towards like the last few months of the year. This is a beautiful, powerful, potent energy. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, there's a lot of energy this month. We have a lot of energy turning back on with Pluto turning back on in Capricorn. Mercury turning back on in Libra, Saturn and Jupiter both turning back on in Aquarius. This is big energy we have this month. And we're only going to be entering more big energy throughout like November and December. And I pulled a card and especially in honor of October in Halloween and spooky season, I pulled it from the Seasons of the Witch Oracle deck and the card I pulled was Pumpkin. And it says, Uncaging the spirit within thou, the fertile power you hold. To taste your buttery velvet upon tongue is a gift I shall cherish each day that comes. And I also want to read from the book as well about this. So in the book, it says keywords are protection, for fertility, and prosperity. And it says pumpkins have been a tradition for Samhain. And that's like the paganistic term for Halloween, if you don't know. And anyway... For hundreds of years, jack-o'-lanterns were carved to scare away the ghosts and goblins that were said to roam the streets on Samhain. Carving jack-o'-lanterns originally began with a variety of root vegetables from turnips to potatoes. Pumpkins became the preferred method for the abundance of space for carving, and there's always plenty left over to fashion into dinner, desserts, and even drinks. The pumpkin is more than a scare tool for the witch, however. It's a symbol of protection, fertility, and abundance. The pumpkin represents the power of the womb, so it's no surprise that its color corresponds with the color of the sacral chakra. 
Its size is a symbol of prosperity and having enough to go around. You've pulled the pumpkin today because you are protected and safe from harm. There is a presence around you keeping the scary things away from your front door. You can rest easy knowing that your back is guarded. This card can also mean taking some steps to keep negative people out of your life. You may need to reduce the amount of time you spend in some relationships or set some firm boundaries. Doing so will allow you to put your energy where it is needed most. So I always love how the cards always just like correspond with whatever like theme for the month is going on because how perfect did we get the pumpkin card? And I didn't know that pumpkins like symbolized like prosperity, abundance, and fertility. And especially for the month of October, like we're in the fall. Like this is a perfect theme. And then especially with Libra. And then we'll be entering Scorpio towards the end of the month. Like how can we bring these themes to life? How can we bring these themes to play in our own life and in the collective? And I hope this episode helped. I feel this is going to be a very positive month. There's a lot coming though, so just continue to do your own work, continue to do your shadow work, transmute those negative energy, continue to hold your light, stand firm in your beliefs, stand firm in your ways, don't waver because we are in the ultimate spiritual test right now. We are in the ultimate spiritual test of all the light warriors, all the spiritual warriors, because if you're listening to this podcast episode and you're on this planet right now, you came down here for a reason. You came down here with a specific mission, a specific divine purpose, soul purpose, and you are here for a reason. You are here to help awaken humanity. You are helped to lead the way. You are help, You are here to help be a way shower and be a guide for others and help transmute this negative energy. And if this episode helped, you can feel free to take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, Fearless Female Warrior. You can book a reading with me, fearlessfemalewarrior.com. And I hope you have a beautiful day, a beautiful week, a beautiful month for October. And until the next episode, we will chat again soon.